Thanks for listening to Think Twice. This is Kim. And Yelena. And Lauren. And you're listening to your mother's favorite American. Is it recording already? Yeah. Oh, what the heck? <laughs> so now, okay. Yeah, so that's what I like to do. I like to just get you, you guys like when you're in your natural stuff? element. No, do you like I'm, cut it out? I, it's oh super raw. So like, let me explain music. you the ultimate vegan sandwich. I'm cutting it off. Do okay, it. go ahead. So I, do you have a texture thing? Like, no. you worry about texture? No. Okay, so if you go and buy like mildly firm tofu, which mm-hmm. I'm sure you're already trying it, mm-hmm. you can pan sear that. Mm-hmm. Anything that you add to it is going to soak up. Mm-hmm. So I got like the... Um, the Odi bread, then I would like saute the tofu with, a, there's a vegan chipotle mayonnaise spread. Mm-hmm. It is so good. I added that, added the tofu, added a slice of fake Lettuce. cheese. Yes, and mm. cucumber and stuff. And I would eat that with like the veggie sticks. And then I would have like a giant smoothie bowl. Mm. Like protein. Sounds bomb. And just so you guys know, you guys are listening to three semi not so intelligent <laughs> ladies talking right now. And your mother's That's favorite sexist. American. Showtime. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But to introduce you guys to everybody, um, we've got a vegan in the house. We've got an ex-vegan in the house. And we have a wannabe vegan in the house. Soon to be vegan, maybe. So we're going to start off with the one and only Yelena. Say what's up. What's good, everybody? And then we got Lauren. She was on a podcast about a week ago. Lauren, say what's good. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and we have the target of our operation, the person that we're going to be putting under a microscope, the one and only vegan that I know who is fully committed at this point. Okay, that's not true. I know a couple of them. Kimberly Maxwell, say what's good. What's good? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, your last name is pretty cool. Thank say. you. Good name. Thanks. Your parents think of that, the last name? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this podcast is mostly going to be talking a whole lot of shit to Kimberly for being vegan, Um, but at the same time, we're going to ask her a lot of questions about her vegan lifestyle, what kind of stuff she eats, um, whether she's suicidal or not, since she's not being able to go out and buy a steak. (laughs) Okay, but just... um, Don't bring that up around me. I'm just kidding. And to lay it all down, um, I think veganism is not a bad thing. I think it's a great thing for a lot of people. But for me, dude, give me that 14 ounce steak. Give me that 14 ounce steak and a beer on the side and I'm straight. But first question I have for you, Kimberly, is why did you go vegan? Okay, well, before we get this whole thing started, I, so I'm 21, okay? And I've not been vegan my whole life. I was not raised to be vegetarian or vegan. So by the time of birth and like I was able to eat actual like food, my mom would always incorporate like chicken or like beef or anything like fish into every single meal, whether it was like breakfast, lunch or dinner. So, you know, I like you used to eat like the steak and everything. Right. So it's not necessarily like I've been a vegan my whole life. Um, It kind of started, I want to say in high school, I committed to going vegetarian for a year true story because I wanted to commit to something that was literally the only reason I was like I want to be committed to something for a whole year to know that I can actually like do that without kind of letting up so I did that and then I had a McDonald's chicken nugget (laughs) when I was like 17 and then it kind of I kind of like incorporated chicken and fish back into my diet but not so much like the red meat because the nutritional value is not that great. So the chicken nugget, was that within the year or outside of the year? No, it was after the one year. Nice. I, I made sure that I hit that one year first before I actually ate that that chicken nugget because that was like oddly my guilty pleasure at the time was like McDonald's chicken. 
Okay, here. so your reason for so, going vegan was... Well, that was vegetarian. Oh, vegetarian. Yeah, so I ate meat and like fish for a couple years. And then when I turned 19, I was like, I don't really eat that much meat anyway. Why don't I just commit to doing vegetarian again? So I would consistently go to the grocery store like Trader Joe's and I just grab all this stuff, cheese, like dairy products, whatever. Um, I also never ate or drank milk as a kid just because I didn't like the taste of it. So that was out of the question. But it kind of transformed into me like forcing myself to watch these like horrible videos that you see me post on Instagram all the time. I love your videos. They make me so hungry. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, I just, um, I sat there and I kind of like, it, like reevaluated how I wanted to live my life and there's a certain kind of like compassion you have when you're not killing animals like with your food right so compassion like that had a lot lot to do with it too it's just like kind of transforming myself into understanding that all living beings are equal and it kind of just propelled me from there so that's kind of there's not really any reason why at first it was for the health aspect of it and then and it was and the commitment and then it kind of turned into like I always said I'll never be that activist girl who like is in love with the animals and like that's the reason I'm vegan and literally it changed it's so weird so they brainwashed you I have a question mm -hmm. do you kill bugs or do you trap them and put them outside I don't kill bugs actually I actually found a cockroach this is true freaking story so I was in my room and I came home from like a late night I turned around and I swear I saw something on the corner of my eye so I was like dude what the hell is that I turn around and it's a freaking cockroach like huge like this big and I didn't know what to do right so it was like three in the morning my grandma's asleep I'm like I don't know what to do like do I call someone so like I called a couple people I'm like what do I do and they didn't know what to do because it was like way up on the ceiling I didn't want to kill it so I like kind of like looked down for a second looked back up and the thing was gone yeah so I never even discovered like where it went or what happened to it but it sounds like a I, horror movie I don't kill bugs now but I definitely like used to step on spiders and shit like back in the day because fuck spiders but but honestly living here in Arizona you don't really see that many bugs anyway like I lived in Seattle there's a fuck ton of bugs up there can I curse on your podcast fuck no you can't okay yeah so there's a ton of bugs up there and you best believe I was like <laughs> But now, um, not I mean, I haven't really came across a bunch of bugs in my lifetime yet. Okay, the main point that I got out of that story is you said, I saw a cockroach and I didn't know what to, like, what to do. Do I call somebody? <laughs> like, what do I do? <laughs> Usually you kind of just like smack it and it's done. You put it on the toilet. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what to do. My resources were limited. Wait, are donuts vegan? Um, vegan donuts are vegan. But these aren't? So you don't get to eat I don't believe so. Mm -mm. I did take a bite out of that though. You did. So you yeah. may have just broke your broke your veganism streak. Well, no. So, what you had a question about it, right? Or what was the question? One of you had a question pertaining <laughs> to like that. I'm like trying not to chew. No, so this is not ASMR. <laughs> so I'm like slowly going away. I don't know. Um, so when I was vegan, I had one friend literally who I would like spend a lot of time with. <laughs> yeah, funny. Um, and he was a really bad influence on me. So I could go over there and there's like hot Cheetos. He has like 12 Big Macs in front of him. Not exaggerating, like he was that guy. Mm -hmm. And I was be like, ugh, like, okay, what can I eat to like make me feel better? Cause you do kind of lose a little bit of your social life because you go to all these restaurants and yeah, there's vegan options, but everyone else is eating a giant tasty burger and you're eating like three pieces of lettuce. Mm -hmm. So I understand <laughs> that it's like, yeah. So what do you do in that situation? Like, would you crack and get something with 
eggs or cheese or so for me it's not necessarily like okay i'm gonna wake up in the morning and eat like i'm gonna cook eggs like it's never like that because i don't i don't like do that but for something like a donut for example if i want it i'm not gonna restrict myself to eat like a piece of it but as you can see i didn't even eat the whole thing because... so you're like a little rebel though so well that's the thing it it's always a transition until you become so enlightened that you can like go full send vegan 100 percent so like over the course of i was 19 when i started like going vegetarian again over the course of three years I had to consistently like figure out what kind of meals I was gonna eat I had to like experiment with all these random like vegetables and I'm like I don't even know what I'm doing so like it took a long time for me to transition and sometimes the convenience factor is just so relevant when it comes to being vegan because it's not like you can just go to like Taco Bell and get like a, a burrito you well, know then what you I have mean? beans so yeah I just did a five-layer burrito with a you know there's some sort of animal product in that. For yeah, sure. Well, for sure. I actually worked I actually worked at Taco Bell for my first job, so I know everything that like goes into them. And the beans, it's almost like um astronaut food, like with the beans. So what it is is it's like kind of like dried. Dehydrated. Yeah, dehydrated and then you add water and then that's how they make the beans. So So every time you go to a Taco Bell you're having instant uh, instant beans. Essentially, yes. And they also, what they do with the beef is um, it oh, comes in a bag <laughs> and they boil it in water. Yeah. I have another question for you. Do you take any pills, like vitamins or anything? No. B12. That's it. Is it in a, like a capsule or? Um, well, you're supposed to get shots. I think that's what I'm going to pursue because it lasts like three months. So you don't have to like consistently take like B12 pills. Um, but a lot of people do say that your iron levels are really important too. Um, although a lot of vegetables, like I eat a lot of stuff. I hope you guys like understand that. I eat consistently like a lot of vegetables Who every day. Who told you to, what, what, what started the B12 thing? I have a lot of experience in like supplements. And so I don't necessarily know the disadvantages or advantages of taking B12 but I follow a lot of vegan people online and they always say the only supplement that you really lack in a vegan diet is B12. Because some whatever the, B, whatever the B12 is in, in meat or something, I don't even know, but animal products like help you somehow get the B12, I don't really know. I wouldn't go as far as getting shots because a lot of times it's just gonna be a scam anyway. Mm -hmm. With vitamins, it's not just gonna be stored and you're gonna use it whenever. It's like when you take a vitamin, you know how your pee turns yellow? Mm -hmm. You're not using it, you're just flushing it because it's too much. Right. That's what I so, think about all those vitamins. Like mm -hmm. your body doesn't absorb it. Well, it food. depends on the process. If they're heat pressed, cold pressed, capsulated, powder, liquid, there's like so many things that go into it. But in her case, um, you can always go to a naturopath or a homeopath yeah. and um, oops. <laughs> and get the thing on your wrist. That's what I did. I worked okay. for a naturopath. And um, she like hooked this thing up to my wrist and it gives you a list of everything that you're, you lack, everything you need, how your wow. eyes are, organs, everything. Wow. Um, I would recommend that, that way you don't end up yeah. spending, I think it's like $65, but in the long run, it's worth it. Dude, definitely. Yeah, so how do we up with that? <laughs> because she's a naturopath. <laughs> <laughs> Naturopaths aren't scammers. They're not big pharma. <laughs> right, we you're just gonna, talking about you've that. been thinking about going vegan. What's been making you think about going vegan? Yes. So I guess my situation is a little bit unique. I'm not so much against killing animals. It's kind of like the part of life. It's more so the treatment of animals that I'm not really quite for. Um, and then the health benefits to it too. 
I watched a farm to fridge video on accident and I was like mortified and instantly like put my burger down. I was actually at a restaurant visiting my friend at work and I was just bored like on my phone and I was like, oh cool, farm to fridge. And I like watched like 10 minutes of it, like dropped my burger and like what was done. Like that was it. And I was vegetarian for about five months and then I went out to eat and I accidentally put meat in my burger and I just never went back since then. I didn't have enough like willpower yet. But it's more so the treatment of the animals. Like if you want like equal rights for people, I feel like how you asked earlier with the insects and stuff, I feel like animals should have their living beings too. So they should be treated, they shouldn't be treated inhumanely. So do you think if they're killed in like a less violent way, if they're treated in a less violent way, you would be okay with eating the meat? I don't think that they should be like smushed into cages and like diseases and all of that stuff. I think they should still be able to live animal life and like roam. So, so like an open... Like organic, inorganic or cage-free? Yeah, like grass-fed, open Yes, range. and that's what I usually lean towards, but I looked at it more in like a supply and demand type of thing. So if I wasn't adding to the supply, at least I wasn't contributing to them having to cage so many animals like all up together. So I was kind of weird with some of the stuff. I was like, oh, well, they already like cooked it so I guess now like there's no like I'm not adding to the supply but myself I wouldn't go to the grocery store to the restaurant and try to like add to it but I do believe like meat's a part of life like we are we can digest it but I just don't think like the levels that we're eating it at is quite necessary oh absolutely Americans eat way too much meat especially because every single mile there's two McDonald's or McDonald's and a Burger King so I definitely think we eat too much meat that's not healthy meat for mm -hmm. sure. But I think that that's what we should boycott is like the processed food that's like really just poison that we're eating. It's not even real food. But I think when food is done naturally, when a cow is raised naturally, like especially grass fed, um, like you said, it's a part of life. You know, life eats life. But um, Okay, now let me ask you this. Life eats life, right? Yeah. Food chain is a really big thing people like to try to test vegans about. Like, oh, it's cycle of the food chain. Like that's just how it goes. So think about like you have a predator, right? Like, um, let's say like a whale, or what's a better predator? Like a lion. like a lion, right? A lion obviously is gonna eat like other smaller animals, Whales right? Whales are scary too, though. And <laughs> they're, they're actually friendly towards humans. <clears throat> I love whales and elephants. I'm about to become a whale. So the way that <laughs> the way the food chain works, we all know the way it works. We all learned it in biology or whatever type of science we did, right? Mm -hmm. So how? How does it make sense for us, like, would you would you go take a chicken and like rip its head off with your teeth? If I needed to wait, feed the kids, wait. yes. No, wait. I have the perfect, like I'm on your side and I have the perfect thing to add to this. Mm -hmm. Oh, you want me to go or you're gonna finish? Oh, I'll finish. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, so you wouldn't do that, right? That's kind of weird. Well, I have hands, so I don't need to, but another, so, another creature that doesn't have hands, they need to use their mouth. If I didn't have hands and needed to feed the kids, then yes, I would. So you're telling me you would kill an animal with your bare hands? Yes. I, how would you do that? I would pop its head off, take all the feathers off, throw it on a grill, feed the kids. <laughs> if the kids need food, I have no problem killing an animal to feed the kids. Max, okay. I brought this up to you. But I think this is my favorite argument I've ever seen. I saw it on Facebook, my dad still ripped me a new one, but if you have a toddler, a baby, a young preteen, and you give them a chicken, are they gonna pet it or are they gonna kill it and eat it? Again, same No, answer. no, 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 no. It depends how hungry the kid is. 
If the kid knows that the, he can okay, eat that, hopefully they're not being brought a chicken by their parents if they're being starved to death. Hopefully, child protective services already by that point. No child wants to kill a chicken. It's not like they're gonna they're gonna choose to play with it over killing it. Exactly. Oh uh, mm-hmm. man, I got some crazy little cousins in Mexico, and those little suckers hey, are that's a good <laughs> but I think it just depends on the environment, though. Like, if it is a third world country, then they probably will kill the, the chicken on. They're eating mud cookies. But wait, like, back, back to what we were talking about, the food chain. Get this. So if that was a humane, quote unquote, way of killing an animal, like, that doesn't even make sense because everything in the food chain is natural. Like, lions have those kind of teeth, a.k.a. canines, so that they can rip apart okay. all those chickens, right? Yeah. Us, for example, wait, hold on. Us, for example, we don't have that. So what we do instead is we have all of these, like, chicken farms and all these slaughterhouses where, like, cows are literally getting their throats, like, their heads in these, like, mechanisms where they can't move and their throats, like, slit right. and all this stuff. Like, tell, me how, that, tell me how that contributes to the food chain, right? But that's okay. not... I, because I, I like the same way. I'm like, well, well, don't don't treat them bad. But at the same time, that's what I'm against is them doing that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like for example, a chicken, like you could like grab a chicken by the head and like, you know, kind of. Like, <laughs> you sound like you speak from experience. That's how you know I'm from the south. <laughs> like spirit, you know. That's that's why we're at the top of the food chain is because we have a brain and we have hands and we can build mechanisms. Because I had the same point and somebody brought that up to me. They were like, I was like, well, me against the lion. It's like, well, technically the reason why we have a fighting chance is because we do have a brain that's bigger and that is our weapon. And our hands are weapons too. And the hands and we have the, but I mean, obviously like don't stand a chance if I don't have any of that. But we do have canines too and that's why I say like it's not to the same extent not at all like if you compare the canines that we have to the canines that literally a lion has we do not have the capacity to actually rip apart with our teeth a pig a cow a chicken it's impossible but we can do it with our hands and tools and then we do have have the enzymes too to digest it so we are able to eat it but like i said i think to the extent of what we do it's not necessary and it obviously shows from the health benefits of being a vegan and a vegetarian versus somebody eats a bunch of meat which is a healthier person which one is living a better life which person has more energy that alone is showing well think about what we were just talking about she's she needs b12 in her system because her body's not getting all the nutrients it needs from a plant-based diet that right there is telling me the human body is meant to consume some amount of meat because Um, um okay so i got a question for you there so obviously you know i have uh, experience in bodybuilding literally like all my friends are bodybuilders yeah lauren's freaking jacked by the way she's oh about my God. 220 pounds of all muscle unreal <laughs> anyway mike rasheed is one of the most well-known athletes he actually lives in arizona um he went from bodybuilding to boxing he's a vegan Awesome. And Good he's probably jacked. But yeah, do you see? And don't even try to say it's steroids because you and I can take steroids overnight. Well, I'm probably not gonna be female anymore. But the other <laughs> thing is that like you can't just take it. Like you still have to eat and put in the work. And trust me, I know because I was counting macros when I was a vegan. It is possible. A lot of things have um, protein in them. But another argument for that is. <clears throat> The same person that's asking her, well, what do you do for protein, is not counting how much protein they're eating right. or anything else. Or they're eating that. too much of it. Because naturally, I'm a pretty small person and I work out too. So I know the importance of having protein in my diet. Although a lot of people forget, like, you don't actually need, 
as much as you think you do in order, I'm just maintaining, I'm not bodybuilding. So in order to maintain my body, I don't need that much protein. And I get all my protein from plants, because first of all, plants have protein, whether it's one gram, half gram, I eat a lot of those things. Smoothies, um, protein powders, there's so many things that are available now to vegans that it's almost impossible to like not be a vegan. You know what I mean? I think it's pretty possible to not be a vegan, but I'm on a different page. But no, I, I see like the thing is, I don't think that being vegan is bad for you. You know, I want that to be real clear. I think that, is, that you can be a professional athlete and be vegan also. But I think that the benefits from meat are there for a human. Like a, a lot of vegans say that humans aren't meant to eat meat, right? That was kind of what we were talking about earlier. I think that um, maybe somewhere along the line, humans adapted to be able to eat meat. But in our current state right now, we are meant to eat meat. Um, and it's that life eat life. We're talking about the food chain. Um, but I think uh, humans are at the top of the food chain, not because we have saber-toothed teeth, but because we have big brains and we have hands that can make tools, right? But the whole point of food in the past was to survive. Americans, we are so spoiled because we can drive down the road and pass by 20 restaurants. But 300 years ago, you had to um, hunt and gather, right? Even like. That's only 300 years ago. Imagine 2,000 years ago. You have to hunt, you have to gather, you gotta go out and just find energy to consume. And I think that was, like, that's just the way we were meant to be here. That's our piece of the puzzle is take out some meat. But again, we're in the United States where we overdo it. We have too much meat. We have burgers every night from Jack in the Box and stuff like that. Well, think about, so the meat back then, obviously you're killing your own animal right because hun as hunter gatherers or a wild one yeah or yeah you're killing your own animals or a wild one now in today's world and it has been for some time now in like the like 2010 and above to where like obviously the animals are being mistreated but they're also being pumped with tons and tons of antibiotics big pharma you know um the biggest contributor to big pharma is actually agricultural farmers they're the ones who get the most like they spend the most money on trying to cure these animals of their cancer of whatever the hell that they have and then what they're doing is they're killing those animals to then put in the grocery store for you to eat so not only are you eating their cancer you're also eating all the big pharma that comes with it too yeah. whether you want to believe it or not it's all about money at the yeah, end of the day 100 yeah. and I, I see that mm -hmm. and like i see that side of it so in my in my head instead of boycotting eating animals you boycott the, the businesses that do it incorrectly and then yeah. they go out of business and then you have the ones that are good still standing you may have to pay a little bit more at first but there's they're going to be the ones that are still standing right so well to piggyback off what you guys were talking about grass-fed and free range it's not it's not a thing like free range is you know how okay non-free range is them like locked in little cages and right. they can't they can't move and free range, free is, range is like a big thing like a big thing and they're stuffed with like thousands and thousands and thousands of chickens so they're basically can't move like they're not free range just because they're like not locked in a cage because they literally can't move and well, like they're think, dying and everything inside of these like places i think that depends on the brand because of course some people like tyson they're known for like how bad they torture animals but at the same time there's always going to be brands that do it right and brands that don't and that plays into how much you as a vegan or whatever do your research mm -hmm. because i've done like literally so many hours of research on everything natural remedies 
I believe after working for a naturopath, all my experience, college, classes I've taken, that there is a natural cure for everything, including cancer. There are so many plants that humans died off and killed because obviously pharmacy. Because they went vegan. <laughs> no, but there used to be a plant that was a natural birth control for women. Oh. Naturally, that's obsolete now. You can do your research on it. Oh. But yeah, exactly. Like there's, but yeah, and birth control literally kills you pretty much. Like it destroys your body. But I'm gonna change the the pace of the conversation. Um, do all of you have foods that you eat, maybe meat or dairy, that kind of make you feel a little like like crap after, or like make you feel bad? Oh yeah, my bacon burgers. Yeah. So <laughs> do you guys like know that. your blood types? Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't know. So if you know your blood type, there's something called the blood type diet, and this is 100% true, and it tells you what you're sensitive to, and the reason I know this is because I had stomach ulcers when I was younger, and I was doing, I cured them with apple cider vinegar, you know, I don't take prescription for it, and I look to see, because I can tell you, I can list everything that, that makes my stomach upset, donuts, <laughs> dairy, but it's also meats, like, I don't eat steak, I don't like eating beef, I mostly eat chicken, and even then, it still upsets my stomach. But there's like detailed, if you know your blood type, it will tell you like things, wow. like the way that your body digests food, what takes your body longer. And that's what I followed for a really long time. And I still kind of do to this day, but it wow. helps a lot. That's, good to know. that's awesome. Yeah, you should look it up. I definitely will. Yeah. You're just gonna keep eating Yeah, I'm gonna keep on eating meat. Yeah, I'm gonna check that. <laughs> Okay, so um, what are some of the restaurants that you go to, Kim? Ooh, I love this question. Okay, so there's this place called, I think it's called 22 Carrots. Don't quote me on that. It's in Tempe, or like Guadalupe area. Super good. Um, the Coronado in Phoenix. So good. They have this fried guacamole. Ooh, so good. Fried avocados are like one of my favorite Yeah, I mean most I of, most of the stuff that I eat, I actually just make at home. Like I don't. I don't know, but I'm pretty persistent with like asking if things have meat products or dairy in them. Um, sometimes like, I mean, I don't really feel bad about saying like I'm not going there. Like my boyfriend, he's so sweet. He's a meat eater. He's from the South and he's like, he's from Alabama. So he's I'm like, he's like definitely into like the eating meat and barbecue and like all that stuff and bless his heart. He's so sweet. He just like is so patient with me he's like okay i'll sacrifice going here so we can like go there so you can eat too and i'm just like wow literally so blessed what about like clothes and cosmetics shampoos like do you look into all that stuff i love lush lush Mm -hmm. is like the best ever yep lush definitely i have this little backpack that i thought was made of genuine leather at first but it's man-made leather so no animals harmed in the making of my little backpack um yeah. Do you know who Kalel is? She's no. like a vegan. Okay, this is like really messed up, but funny. I'm sorry, I have to bring it up. So she's been a vegan for a really long time. She does vlogs on YouTube. She was one of the reasons I transitioned into veganism. This was like last week, so that's why it's so raw. She like posted a picture of this drink. She was like, oh, I thought this was a legit drink. And I was like, wait a second. What is this? A picture over the bottom left. So she Googled it and had turtle in the drink that she, oh, like, that she drank. And it was so Horribly funny to me, like it's not funny because you know she yeah she went on this huge rant, but you would never think that a drink would have turtle in it. Turtle, turtle, Turtle. like in the South, turtle soup is a thing. Like my grandma, she was like, oh, I got a snapping turtle. Next thing it was boiling in a pot on the stove, and I was eating turtle soup for dinner. (laughs) Yeah, I'm still scarred from that. Wow, I mean mostly like for drink wise, like water. Honestly, I drink a lot of water. I drink um, coffee. I 
I like my coffee black, so I actually don't have to like supplement it with cream or anything like that. Um, I do smoothies all the time. I actually prefer using water instead of milk, like almond milk, because water kind of gives like the fruit just a way more bold flavor. Had taffy. Oh, I had too much sugar. No, I didn't. I ate good. Um, <laughs> add tofu. Like okay. silky tofu. Yeah. It'll make it like tofu. that creamy mm. texture. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, I throw an smoothie. avocado in my smoothie. It doesn't have a flavor. And it, it makes so it hard. thick with two C's. Like, yeah. <laughs> two C's, no K? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but going back to your restaurant thing, I actually have this app. Um, people on the podcast, if you're vegan, download it. It's $4 and it's called Happy Cow. And it literally shows you, like you can select vegan. It'll show you all the vegan restaurants in your area, like exclusively vegan. Okay, if you want vegetarian, it'll show you vegan and vegetarian. Okay, let's say like I'm going to lunch with you, Max, and I need something like vegetarian because you can always veganize something that's vegetarian, like Chipotle, for example. You don't have to get sour cream or like cheese and stuff. And like, it'll show you all of your options. So yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely worth it to like download that app. It's four bucks and it. Like, vegan food is good. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's annoying to be like, ugh, it's vegan, I'm not gonna eat it. But if you took them to a vegan restaurant, there's something that they're gonna really, really like. You know who we should have on this podcast? Who? Christina. Yeah, she's gonna is be out tomorrow. She is? Yeah. Yay, awesome. Loving Spoonful was really good. It's yeah, Loving Spoonfuls. Loving Hut is good too. Do you eat honey? I don't eat honey. Actually, yeah, that's, where, I, that's where our friendship ended. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so I tried his honey because he insisted. It's not good at all. Okay. Asshole. Okay. <laughs> okay. So he wanted me to try his honey, so I said, okay, I'll try your honey. And one of them was not so good. I can't remember which one it was. Was it the white but one? But the one the with the alfalfa one? was pretty good. Yeah, the dark one. Yeah. See, it depends but, on what you're gonna eat with. But the thing is, like, I'm not, I'm on edge about the bee thing because we're not necessarily like vegans aren't this well vegans people aren't necessarily like taking anything away from bees that's my like you know what i mean it's just kind of all vegans are different like Like you here's my view on it so you can walk up to a chicken and like pet itself and be like ah stab it eat it right (laughs) Right. like but with bees you're like oh you know i take care of you i'm just gonna take your sweet nectar but you can still be there and like live that's like my view exactly they don't die and that's my thing like and the ironic thing is they die after they sing us yep Mm -hmm. so it's like we're we're housing them and that's what i think like there's extreme vegans. Like I said, I'm, I think every single vegan is kind of an activist in their own way because they believe in certain things. Um, like feminists, exactly. Um, but that's for another podcast. Um, all vegans though, they all have a, they all kind of have like common ground, whether it's for like health reasons or it's for the animals. Um, but no one's perfect. You know what I mean? And that's kind of like what I wanted to go on about now was like yeah i have i was just talking to yelena if there's a pizza that i want and i like it i'm gonna have a bite like you know what i mean but people people will give me shit because i'm like oh i'm vegan they're like oh but you just ate that cheese pizza like weird how people like to like like say that you failed at something yeah we're obsessed with it exactly and it's like you know what 89 (laughs) no 98 percent of the time i'm vegan two percent of the time where i want to enjoy something like a slice of pizza or um, have that ice cream that has dairy in it. Like I'm gonna do it, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going against anything that I morally am a part of. But now tell this to someone who's a die hard vegan like yeah. activist. 
they're gonna say you're not a fucking vegan, like shut up. Yeah, yeah. like it's like, so, oh, you, you didn't eat the whole chicken, but you ate like a piece of its meat. Yeah, like, well that's the thing, like yeah. meat, I don't ever, I don't ever eat meat. Like, yeah, and I, cheese is different, because again, like you can be a cow's friend and be like, give me your milk, and it's still alive, <laughs> you know? Like you're not necessarily hurting it. Yeah, but. I mean, I'm, I'm very woke to what happens, like especially in the dairy industry, it's fucking disgusting. There's, I, I'm woke when it, like I know, because I watch those horrible videos, I know, like, so many horrible things. Just a quick clip. If you guys want to watch some horrible, terrible videos of animals being tortured, and you want to think about, like, how delicious that steak just was that you ate, follow Kimberly on Instagram. She posts them every once in a while on her story with your Instagram. At OMG, it's Kimberly Maxwell. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, and okay, so are we almost done? Because I, I have something to like close out with. Yeah, let's close it out. Okay, so <clears throat> I, I listened to this podcast about someone, I don't think he's vegan, but he's very enlightened. Like this guy worked with like the Dalai Lama, or maybe it was Gandhi. I can't remember. He worked with a bunch of different people, Martin Luther King. Like this guy is woke as fuck, honestly. <laughs> so he, he said this quote that said, compassion is understanding the lack of understanding. Now, it took me a minute to like really understand what that meant. It took you a minute to become woke. Yeah, (laughs) I'm getting there. I'm definitely not enlightened yet, but you know, that's the goal. So like, that's how I feel about veganism. Like I can tell you guys all of these things in your podcast, like all these horrible things about how animals are treated or like why you shouldn't eat dairy and like why, how this affects your health, blah, blah, blah. But I can never actually change someone's mind and I, I know that and I understand that. So the way that the vegan things thing works is like, I've had people message me and say, hey, like you've inspired me to like try to go vegan or something. And I never told them to go vegan. I'm just living my life and I'm posting the stuff I wanna post or I'm talking about what I wanna talk about and then the people just come. You're and it's just, message. that's like having compassion without like forcing something upon someone because I'm not gonna sit here and be like, you know, Max, like you should really just go vegan because of all these awesome benefits, you know, like, because at the end of the day, it's just a personal choice you have to make for yourself. But you're a salesperson, so you know to focus on the problem, not the benefit. (laughs) There you go. The other thing is you're not one of those people. I think that's why a lot of people stray away from veganism is because a lot of them are so extreme. They're like, oh, hi, I'm vegan. And then the other person's like, oh, well, I need, well, you're an asshole and just walk away and like not talk to him. But I think that you are already ahead of, all the other vegans because you understand both sides. That's a lot of the problem with everything, relationships, religions, people in general. Like if a lot of people only understand their side, so they yeah. don't peek into the other side, yeah. but you understand both. So, and it, I know it'll be like, there are, I mean, trust me, I've had like, I follow a couple vegan people on Instagram who have actually lost a lot of followers because of how extreme they are. And again, there's nothing wrong with being extreme because if, if you strongly believe in something, whatever good for you strongly believe it preach it because other people will follow you but i don't believe in forcing stuff upon people because i know what i'm doing is good for my life and i actually enjoy it so when people start realizing like wow people tell me your skin looks great all the time like your hair's so long like how are your nails so beautiful like and i'm like i just eat plants like literally that's like what i do like i don't take supplements for my hair or anything like that and people are just like oh and then they kind of consider they think for a second like I wonder if that would happen for me if I went plant-based. And plant-based, same as vegan. But when you say you're plant-based, 
people don't, don't take it that seriously. Yeah. You know, they're not like, oh my god, so you're vegan? Is they're your family like, oh, supportive of your? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. My <laughs> family was not. <laughs> my grandma. Not hot. I live with my grandma, and she was like. I don't even know what to cook for you. I just don't know. It's I just don't know. And I'm like, Grandma, you don't have to cook for me. I'm 21. Like I got it. Okay. Um, my boyfriend, he he told me he'd never like eat vegan meals, and he does on his own. But I told him, this is what I say. If I'm gonna cook you meals, I'm gonna cook them for myself. I'm gonna cook what I want to eat. If you want to eat it, that's fine. Right? Because I'll cook enough for you. But if you want meat, you can cook that yourself. Because I'm not, I don't even know how to cook meat anyway. So, like, you can do that yourself if you want to contribute to that. But I, like, it doesn't bother me if you had a steak here right now. Like, it works. You can have a barbecue on Saturday, steaks only. If you want to come over, I'll show you how to make a steak. All right, last thing to close it out on. Mm -hmm. If research came out and it proves without a doubt that the signals from your cell phone are causing cancer to animals, would you throw away your cell phone and never use them again? Um, they cause cancer to us that's, right now. Yeah. So why that's are you a, using it? That's for, well, it's Do supposed to be- Deodorant causes cancer. Listen, it's supposed to be, I was just talking to Elaine about this. This yeah. is definitely for another podcast, AKA conspiracies that are true. Um, flat Earth. Yeah, Flat Earth. Um, <laughs> let me see here, all those 5G Chuck cell towers that are literally- <laughs> Shane Dawson. Yeah. Um, but your cell phone is supposed to be an inch away from you at all times because the radiation can't fuck with you then. But if you if you realize, I just made Elena woke to the five G towers that are literally destroying everyone. Okay, like, literally everyone with big boobs carries her phone in the freaking bra. bra right, so it's like we're all gonna walk around. Yeah, that's that. I'm just all right, that's a that's a another podcast about. 5G towers coming soon, okay? I don't know about that. You didn't tell me about it. You'll never end. Thanks for tuning in to Think Twice. Showtime. Out.